passion, innovation, X factor, enthusiasm, leadership. That's what the Pixel Classroom podcast is all about on education from the latest happenings in the classroom to experts in the field. Thank you and welcome to the Pixel Classroom podcast. Welcome to episode 49 for February 2021. I know, already starting off the second month here of uh, 2021. And uh, why it's a short month, there's a lot going on this month here. I mean, uh, we got some amazing people here right after here, because this is uh, will be chapter 10 of The Broken Teacher. And then I'm going to be moving on to some guest stars for the next couple episodes, some incredible guest stars for our big episode 50 and uh, 51 episodes. And then after that, I will uh, go ahead and conclude the uh, Broken Teacher here for February and keeping up here. Um, I want to thank everybody who's been listening here to the uh, Broken Teacher chapter here. Um, when I finished this um, during uh, the pandemic, even though I had started a few years ago and kind of edited it quite a few times, um, you know, I, I did shop around and there just were parts of it that just were not working where I wanted it to be. And of course, that's just not how I wanted my book to go. So I took a note from a few people and, you know, decided to uh, make this an audio book, which I think it's worked very well. And I thank everybody for the positive feedback that has happened um, since it's gone over and everything. So, you know, thank you for that. So uh, this is an interesting chapter here before we uh, break for a couple weeks here with our guest stars coming up for the next couple episodes. Uh, the Cheerleader. Very interesting story about this. Something I've always been told is I've always been the cheerleader. Um, for many people, I seem to cheer on a lot too. And uh, somebody who has dealt with the depression for a large portion of his life, it is kind of hard to be the cheerleader at times, and uh, especially for oneself. So, you know, I kind of turn that on to it. But I think a lot of people have always asked me, really, what kind of sparked me being the cheerleader for the last, um, hard to believe, almost 20 years now, um, for other educators and other people and so forth. So I think uh, Chapter 10 here is a great way to leave everybody for a couple weeks before we uh, get to our amazing guest stars here uh, for February and uh, then wrap up everything from the Broken Teacher here. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone, today. So let's uh, get on to Chapter 10 of the Broken Teacher, The Cheerleader. The reason why we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel by Stephen Furtick. In 2002, I did something I wasn't really proud of. No, I'm not talking about getting into a fight and I'm not talking about stealing something. I'm not talking about saying words to someone that I could never take back. No, I did something extremely horrible. I had not done it in a very, very long time. I compared myself to others. In 2002, I had just left a job. I had worked at almost four years after being passed up for promotion for the fifth time. I really had just had it. I got up, resigned, and left. And three weeks later, I bounced between temporary jobs until I found a part-time job, though I did work over 40 hours a week, close to my local university. I had a few people who were at the time getting married or had just landed a great full-time job or were having their first child. And I would see these people, wave to them, probably talk to them briefly, and then I would excuse myself. This is long before the days of uh, <laughs> Facebook or other social networks outside of MySpace. Um, I would then drive in my car to some quiet place in the area where I knew I wouldn't see anyone. I just sat down and would stare in the distance. I remember just saying to myself, why can't I just get it together? Why am I not married? Why am I making 
crap pay and living in a duplex my parents own. I would be doing this for close to the next five years. And some know I had dealt with depression since I was a teenager. It would be a great place in my life. And then one thing would happen and I would tear me down. It still happens even today. I found out it's a trait my own father and other members of my family have had to deal with over the years. I was very bad at comparing myself to others, even when many I knew went through personal losses, divorces, and other unfortunate things. Once I had seen enough people have good happen to them, <laughs> I would get down in a very low area and all the comic books and Star Wars movies and chocolate or exercise were not going to get me out of it. Trait didn't help me very well in 2010 after I had lost my job. Remember earlier when I had talked about some of the words other family members said to me? It would hit me so hard that I actually failed two of my certification tests because of it at the time. I didn't believe in myself and it would, of course, hit me again in 2015 and 2017 and, of course, later in 2018. I just didn't understand why I couldn't just get it together. Why I was such in such massive debt. Why were other teachers doing so much better than me? Why couldn't I have a childhood and have ADHD? Even more, why was it I was only allowed to have one child? It was just piling on me more and more, one issue after another, and I just kept seeing more of the comparisons. And they say, count our blessings, not your problems. But as much as that is sound advice, you can't always do it. Dealing with depression most of my life, even after having success, it takes a bit of good news from something you've never achieved to repeating a mistake you've definitely tried to avoid or learn from that just keeps happening over and over and over again. And then even after the sunniest of days where things are flowing good, you just can't seem to lift your head up. You just feel like you're the biggest fake or no matter what you're doing at that moment, someone is doing better. Huge moment that still guilts me today was not seeing my youngest sister and missing out on her wedding day uh, due to my mother's health in 2008. Train. Yeah, I know. You know why that was hitting me a year or two. But it was wondering how that happened. I mean, my parents divorced when I was two and both remarried later in life, and I went from an only child to being the oldest of five. My father had three more children, two girls and a boy. My mother had another son. In late 2019, my sister was in town with my father and uncle, and they wanted to see us while they were in the area. She told me to stop feeling I had to hate myself for not being successful, saying she saw our father do it enough to him growing up. It was then I decided even on my hard days, I would start being a cheerleader for others. And later in January 2020, after reading The Wild Card Kids by Hope and Wade King, I decided I needed to take the advice of one of the main characters and start celebrating the success of others. If you ever look at my social media feed, I'm congratulating people constantly on their success from either speaking at a conference, publishing a book, or celebrating their child graduating from high school. Something I hope myself see in the next eight years. The switch hasn't been easy. Many who have known me over the years say I have always done that. I've always would celebrate others who were more fortunate or ones that after years of hard work finally saw their time to shine. And it was funny that all the times we were celebrating other successes, we sometimes forget that we need to celebrate our own small victories, which can be anywhere from seeing their child perform on stage to just paying a bill on time. We sadly don't look at those victories or successes, just part of life and needs to be changed. And we're not our failures. We learn from them and many others do as well. 
we have to take time to celebrate those successes and others who struggle to find it out because when we do, we find the strength to cheer not only others, but ourselves. And that's something we always do. Even to this day, I still sometimes see somebody's success and say, why am I not there or what am I doing wrong? I mean, there's only so many times you can hear how somebody paid off $10,000 of debt in a year or their kids are heading to college or they're being successful in sports or they just got an award for their school district or just finally landed their dream job. And it's hard. It's very, very hard. I mean, we always say don't compare yourself to others, but sometimes we're just going to do it. Sometimes it's out of habit and sometimes we're not even thinking about it. And that's why I found out when you can celebrate the success of others, it's a good thing because you're cheering them on because you don't know if they see themselves as successful. Sometimes they might just see those exact same struggles and that it's just not going to last, even though something just really went well for me. So sometimes you have to cheer those other people on because sometimes they can't cheer themselves on. And that's what makes it being a cheerleader for someone else so important and it's advice i definitely recommend you give someone else a chance to shine and that's gonna actually do it for chapter 10 of the broken teacher i know and that's short and sweet chapter but um you know it was really interesting when i was reading over this the other day before i recorded this episode um was just going over about some things you know what it's, it's funny you know i read a lot of books education wise i i, I look, read some for pleasure but it's very interesting about sometimes some chapters are just very short they're only a couple of pages they get kind of the point they kind of give us some words of inspiration or some guidance and then they kind of end and go over it and it's uh funny because you know sometimes we always talk about that we don't know what to write or we're not writing enough or, or writing too much and you know you have to break things over and you know one thing about uh chapter 10 becoming the cheerleader was really just about you know how i saw that because i mean i think it's a really good point especially in this day and age um i mean we see so many people who struggle and we see so many times we see somebody who's either not struggling or some successes are coming to them in life i mean i uh you know talked at the beginning here um you know i saw some friends of mine on social media and uh you know they were celebrating some great successes for their their own families and their own kids um and you know sometimes it's kind of hard to say you know i'm not there yet i don't know if i'm ever gonna see a picture like that i mean it's not about being cynical it's just kind of realizing things that are in front of you right now and i think that's uh something that's really hard you know it's and it's funny i talked about my sister leslie in this episode you know i missed her wedding and everything else too and you know the sad thing is is unfortunately her and her husband have um, started divorcing. Um, they did not uh, last more than two years uh, married. And it's kind of very strange to um, see that happen because um, I never directly talked to her um, her ex um, in person. I had talked to him online a few times uh, through social media and a couple conferences, but I never really got to talk to him um, while they were married. And I never really got to meet him, uh, unlike my uh, other sister and my uh, other brother who didn't get to meet um, Leslie's um, former husband. And it kind of feels kind of weird. You know, I had an interesting situation the other day happen to me. Um, you know, we always talk about things happening for a reason or for um, missing out on things we kind of regret. You know, I talked about my cousin Gina. I mean, I unfortunately did not get to see her before her own death um, or really talk to her before she passed away. Um, 
But, you know, I had a situation where I had uh, talked to somebody who um, was an old girlfriend of mine. And it was a situation we were together that, you know, we thought we were going to get, we were going to be married and everything else. And um, it didn't happen. Um, things changed. And I kind of always said, you know, that was the one who got away before I met my wife. Um, even though I'm very happy with uh, Melissa and I think our marriage is very real and very exceptional. But it's very interesting. And sometimes you always look back saying, you know, I wonder why that happened to me. I think I could have gotten somewhere other life if uh, some other people would have kept their mouth shut. And then um, they said something online. I was still friends with them on uh, social media and they said something in light of the Capitol riots. And it was at that point where I just was like, how could you say that? And other people agreed with me. And it was at that point too, where I just went, wow. Um, I'm kind of glad that we never did end up uh, in that situation because uh, this would have been very hard to deal with in that situation because I could have never put in the beliefs that they said at that point in time. So, you know, it's just one of those situations where sometimes you kind of wonder, you know, maybe it was meant to happen and granted it was 15 years ago, but you know what they say, uh, sometimes it just takes time to learn those things. Um, I mean, it's like right here. Um, I mean, my sister, Leslie, I love her very much. And I know we haven't been really in close very much here. As I talked about in chapter 10, us, uh, seeing each other and her telling me to just, you know, it happened. It just was just didn't meant to happen. And, you know, we love each other and I talk to her regularly online. So, you know, it's just uh, sometimes things just do happen and we just get caught into them. I mean, we always um, pop ourselves into comparison traps many times. I mean, right here, I'm doing my uh, book through podcasting here on kind of an audible and you know, I had two previous books published that were done through Kickstarter and you know, they did moderately okay and people still read them and really love them, but they just didn't really become successful. Not that I wrote them to be successful. There's just stories to tell. I mean, even as I'm doing here, I've still, I've had hopes for writing a book, but um, I've kind of uh, thrown that to the wayside and just said, you know what? Sometimes it's just not meant to happen. You know, it doesn't matter if you go through a publisher or self-publisher, sometimes those are just not it. So I just, you know, cheer on other people's. I support them. I buy their books and everything. I was just uh, reading a book the other day by a friend of mine and it was a pretty good book. Um, but they told me I didn't have to buy it and I did because I wanted to support them. And after I read it, it was a really good book and I uh, left them some nice information and I used a couple things in the classroom. So, you know, I've kept that up too. It's just, um, I think sometimes what happens is people don't feel like they're supported when things are going wrong in their life or when they are successful, they are waiting for the other shoe to drop in. When you don't hear a lot of people doing it, I think they start feeling people just don't care and that you're just that going to be in that rut of never really finding that kind of feel of success, even though it is a state of mind and you are only as successful as you feel you're successful. Um, no matter what happens. And I think it's um, sometimes those times where you just need a person in your corner to just cheer you on in one shape or another. Um, and I think that's what really helps you get through those, especially when you're having hard days ahead of you, especially in this day and age. So, you know, I'm just going to kind of leave that up with you is just um, my question for you is who's someone you could be a cheerleader for right now? who does need it in their life. And that's kind of the question I'm gonna ask you and to take forward to see if you can find someone to cheer on today, whether it's a family member, a child, a sibling, a good friend, or maybe it's just a coworker. Or maybe it's just a person that you just see on a regular basis, you know, um, that just needs to hear that they're doing a good job. Just, just think about that. 
And, you know, I'm going to kind of leave it at that, everybody. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for everything you do, everybody. Um, thanks for supporting the podcast here for the last year and a half. Um, we're going to take a break now after uh, for the final two chapters, which we'll talk about the uh, height here during the pandemic here when the book started. And I'll talk about that in Chapter 11 and, of course, in Chapter 12, which is uh, one journey's end and another's beginning. So uh, we'll do that. Otherwise, um, Please think of subscribing. Uh, remember, we're on Apple and Google and Amazon podcasts, and uh, you can get us here on Anchor or any of your favorite listening devices. And please, please think of leaving us a review. Um, I've only got two reviews. I really would love to hear some reviews from people. Please uh, think about doing that or leave us a message or throw us one on our Flipgrid. So, guys, um, thanks for listening. This is Ryan Reed, and I will talk to everybody later on the Pixel Classroom Podcast. <laughs>